0: Sinking His Mate, Chapter 22, The Boating Lake. The swarm now reached a lake that was long and deep and wide, where sailing boats used the wind to tack from side to side. The few flies that were left had another choice to make how to safely get across the crowded boating lake. Some could fly no further, so they chose to dive straight in hoping that they'd simply float, or quickly learn to swim. Some tried treading water, and some tried to do front crawl, but apart from going up and down, they were going nowhere fast at all. If they could use their wings as paddles, wouldn't that be great? It would only take them seconds to get across the lake. One clever fly turned on a bank, and held her breath to float. She flexed her wings and then shot off, just like a small speed boat. She zipped across the water and others did the same, but before they all reached safety, disaster struck again. Stinking His Mate, Chapter 23, A Stroke of Luck. Below the surface of the lake lurked some big and hungry fish, and most of them considered flies a very tasty dish. As the flies swam on their backs, they heard a splashing sound. One fly held her head up to take a look around. The flies that swam beside her, began to disappear. And as a shadow moved beneath her, she was filled with dread and fear. She shouted, someone help me please. But no one answered back. And the fish that slowly stalked her launched a swift attack. A force below the water swiftly picked her up. A rower's oar saved her. What a stroke of luck. She closed her eyes and held her breath and clung onto the oar. As the rowers reached the shallow water, she jumped and swam to shore. The flies appeared one by one, with the head count just eleven. A frog flicked out its tongue, and the head count now was seven. Sinking in his mate, Chapter 24 The Magnificent Seven Now a swarm no longer, they gave themselves a name. The Magnificent Seven sounded great, they hit the road again. The smell of curry stopped them, it was splashed across the floor, from the stomach of a human brought up the night before. It was spicy chicken curry, mixed with rice and lager too. And soon the flies were completely drunk on the intoxicating brew. They found it hard to fly, the state that they were in. They found a place to sleep it off, an open wheelie bin. The lid came crashing down, which gave them all a fright. And so they feasted on some rotting fruit and slept right through the night. Hi, you'll probably understand as you get older, that life as they say involves a lot of luck, both good and bad. Like being in the right place at the right time, or be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm sure everyone, both young and old, has experienced a bit of both. But in Stinky and his mate, it has to be said that the flies seem to have an awful lot of bad luck. Or could you say that a few of the flies have a lot of good luck? Well, they'd made it to the wheelie bin, didn't they? (laughs) What do you think? anyway here's a poser for you if you're good at something let's say like maths spelling art reading writing is it because you are lucky or is it that you practice something and you like doing it and you end up being good at it or does it mean that you are lucky or is it that you've worked hard Anyway, what do you think?" And eventually the fly's long hard-use ordeal was kind of over when they found a wheelie bin and some rotten fruit to feast on, and then they slept right through the night. So what do you find relaxing? What helps you sleep? I don't think it will be eating rotten fruit or sleeping in a wheelie bin, will it? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. And finally, here's an interesting fact about flies. Did you know there are fruit flies in space? NASA sent fruit flies to the International Space Station in 2014. The flies located in the Fruit Fly Lab been used to study the long term effects of microgravity, space flight, and space radiation. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant and true. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Look out for chapters 25, 26, and 27. Thank you.